0: Welcome to the Single Well Podcast. My name is Dr. Mila, and I am a family doctor turned wellness transformation coach. I created the Single Well for Christian single women and moms who want to learn how to simply incorporate wellness practices into their daily lives. After having a baby, getting divorced, and years of struggling with weight gain and declining health, I went searching for a natural weight loss solution. But instead, I discovered that true health was found in leveraging my spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational wellness. Listen in to gain the tools and mindset to start developing your own unique wellness strategy. Let's do this! Please note the information shared on the Single Well podcast is meant for informational purposes only and is not meant to replace the advice of your personal physician or healthcare practitioner. Please consult your personal medical professional before embarking on or implementing anything discussed on the podcast. Hello, hello again. This is another episode about the mindset surrounding health and wellness on the single well. And today I want to talk about what your lifestyle should do for you. Um, It probably sounds like an odd topic um, because I think a lot of times we don't think this far into it. And I know I didn't when I started my new lifestyle a few years ago, Um, but I got so many benefits from it that I felt it was important to start thinking about this in terms of any lifestyle. So something I talk about a lot, and I spoke on last week for Um, What health is not is the importance of individuality and having a lifestyle that fits you. So the important part of this title is what your lifestyle should do for you. Um, And when we talk about lifestyle, I use the word lifestyle because anything that you choose should be something you're planning on doing long term. So sometimes we do little tweaks and things we do initially to just see how things go um, and try to like maybe do an elimination diet or some of some sort, like Whole30 or something like that to get a better idea of how foods affect us. And those things are okay as well temporarily, but they're meant to be temporary. But what is going to be your lifestyle going forward? And this is such an important topic because we are heading into 2022. I've been talking a lot about this and that, you know, I really try to get people away from resolutions and away from Mondays and away from the holidays and all of those things that kind of derail us. You know, you're going to be, um, Having your birthday, so you don't want to do anything related to health and wellness around that. You're just going to wait until your birthday passes and then you'll start. Or, you know, you go into the weekend, oh, it's a really rough week. You know, I'm going to just have fun this weekend. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to do what I want. And then on Monday, I'm going to get it all together. And the problem with that thinking is that it tends to fail. And I often say that failure is feedback. So for me, the feedback that that gave me was that what I was doing was either too much. I wasn't ready. It wasn't right for me at the time or something of that sort. And so something that really came up with that years ago was the the idea of a new year's resolution. Um I would always start my year thinking, oh, it's a new year. I'm so excited. I'm gonna do this, 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 and this. And, you know, one of those would always have something to do with weight, right? <laughs> Some type of exercise plan or dietary change. And I would last for a few days, weeks, maybe sometimes even a couple months, but it never quite stuck. And what I noticed was when I went into the ketogenic lifestyle, which for me, for my body was the right thing to do for me, um, I no longer had to have that. I was already coasting when the new year came around. So I didn't feel the need to set a resolution because this was now my lifestyle. It wasn't something I had to aspire to. It was like, well, this is what I do. And if I have a, a day on Christmas, New Year's, things like that, then I will just have then I will just have, um, sorry, I just got a phone call in the middle of my recording, but this is our authenticity, right? (laughs) But if I, you know, um, pay attention to how I deal with resolutions, how I deal with those types of things, it told me a lot about me and it told me a lot about what I needed to be able to do regarding, um, my lifestyle and, and and the things that I expected of myself. And so something else I did this year. Um, was instead of a resolution, which I, like I said I've always avoid, was to actually write down limiting beliefs I had about business. And I wrote down, said I was going to write three a day. And I almost self-sabotaged because I was like, I'm not going to write three a day. I'm not going to have three a day. Well, let me tell you, I had 93. By the end of the month of January, I had 93 limiting beliefs, mostly related to business and career. Um, and Um, And that was a big weight lifted off of me because once I wrote them down, sometimes as soon as I wrote them, I was like, wow, These are ridiculous things to say. These are things that um, I just, why am I saying this? Why am I doing this? So, um, I had to start really thinking more deeply on the thoughts that I was having and how they were affecting me. And so the same thing happens with your lifestyle. Um, A lot of times we say we're going to do something and we say, oh, I, you know, I saw somebody doing this or that with their eating habits or with the way that they live their life, because it may not even have anything to do with that. It may be more so, you know, how you're going to change your relationships. You're going to change your connection with God. You're going to change how you um, you know, think and, you know, maybe seeking counseling or, you know, all those different things, but we have to find a way to do it that works for us. So when I think of a, of a lifestyle, especially a healthy lifestyle and what that should do for you, the first thing is it should improve your health. Um, so if your health is not improving, you don't feel better in some tangible way. Um, you're not seeing effects and maybe not immediately. Most lifestyles, our bodies have to have time to shift. Our minds need times to shift. So those first few weeks of anything is going to be really rough. That's another reason resolutions don't always work because that that early on work makes it seem impossible because you're doing something new. You don't really like it at that moment because your body and everything has to shift over to that. But once you do, if you stick with it and once you shift over to that, if it's something that really fits you Your health should improve. You should see some markers getting better. You should see some health conditions improving. You should see some, um, your endurance improving, being able to do more things physically. You should feel a mental clarity or more of that. And if you're not feeling all of that, then it might need some reevaluation. Maybe you don't need to stop the whole thing and throw it away, but maybe you just need to reevaluate and add some things in or take some things out. Another thing your lifestyle should do when it comes to health is increase your energy. So if you are feeling run down, tired, fatigued, you may need to see your doctor and you may need to get checked out, but you also might need to shift something. For me personally, if I drink a lot of coffee on a day-to-day basis, I love the taste of coffee. It's an emotional tie to growing up with my grandmother and thinking drinking my sugar with coffee in it. Um, so... Um, but I had to learn that when I drink coffee every day, especially full strength coffee. I started to feel a drop in my energy where I would have this artificial sense of being energetic in the, during the day and being motivated. And then it w- I would crash after lunch or in the middle of the day, just crash that caffeine high drops and I would crash and I'd be really tired. And then I'd find that I'd be dragging the rest of the day. And then the next day I'd start over. I'm tired, take some coffee, drink it. And a lot of times it's not just that with coffee, it can be the sugar too, because depending on what you're putting in it, it could be some of the ingredients in the cream. Humor, all of that stuff matters. And so always be thinking about that. If you're feeling and that's just me with coffee, but it should, any lifestyle you adopt should uh, um enhance your biology to the point where you feel more energetic, your body feels better overall. Um the third thing is it should boost your mood. So this is along the same lines. Um I never really realized that this could happen. I always thought that, you know, yeah, you're supposed to eat healthy, but I never tied that to boosting my mood. And so a lot of us are walking around with just feelings and they might be unresolved feelings from when we were younger. They might be things that have happened since we've been adults. They might be things that are going on now that we just haven't dealt with, you know, because we tend to stuff our feelings. We don't think about it. We just kind of want to move on. And sometimes, you know, we have these things going on with, people around us, you know, with your kids or your your spouse or significant other and you just you kind of have this like thing back and forth. You feel like you're always in a bad mood. I can't tell you how many people have talked to me over the years about just, man, I always just feel this certain type of way. I you know, certain times of the month I feel more depressed or more anxious or more sad. And for me personally, this comes up around my menstrual cycle maybe TMI, but it's really important information. When I am around that time, my anxiety levels go up, but I don't experience it that way. I experience it as this really uncomfortable anxiety. I'm short, I'm irritable with my son. I'm, you know, feeling a lot of things bother me more. So, and it's, it seems obvious, like, well, most women deal with that, but it's not normal to have that all the time. And to that extent, you may have it a little bit, but to have it to the extent where you feel it and you feel like a different person during that time or feel really uncomfortable, then that tells me that there's something in my lifestyle that's not quite right, that you know it's not going on. Again, just like with everything else, you may have something else going on. So if you do feel really tired, you're feeling really cranky, depressed, moody, irritable all the time or frequently, then you probably do need to talk to your doctor as well because you want to make sure there's not anything medical underlying that. But sometimes some simple tweaks in our lifestyle can help to improve our mood. And then your lifestyle should change your mindsets. Like I said, that first week or two of your new lifestyle is probably great and you're excited and you want to try something new. And then what happens when it becomes old hat like everything else did? Now you're back to, okay, well now I'm doing this. I I don't mind doing it. it. It might be a little hard. It's getting better, but you know, I'm applying my same mindset to it. I want a quick fix for my weight. I want my condition to improve. I want this pain to go away, so forth and so on. And we try to apply the same principles. We go into it full force, and then we fall off. We we overcommit to something, and then we're not able to continue with it. So changing your mindset is something your lifestyle should do. You should feel a certain way. You're still you, so you have to work through it. But as you go through, you should start noticing your mindset changing on things. For me, this came in the form of how I viewed my weight on the scale. Now, I still have to scale back on that sometimes, times because I find times now I'm very cognizant of it when it happens when I start to look at the scale as the answer and not just feedback that's when I start to say you know what I need to step away from it for a while but looking at it as feedback changed my whole world because when I looked at it as a personal character flaw And that sounds really dramatic, but that's really what it feels like when you have struggled with weight and you have people judging you based on your weight. And even when you lose weight and people judge you based on that, like, oh, you look great. You look great. You've lost so much weight. And it's like, well, what did I look like before? You know, so changing your mindset is something that really comes from the um from that new lifestyle that's working for you. You're, you just start to see things differently. You start to have a different outlook on things. Um, you start to see it as a journey, which I always talk about is so important that it's not just something that you're, you're doing to get to a point and then you're done, but that it's a journey. Like I said, you may start out with an elimination diet or something, but you're changing your mindset. Like, okay, so how am I going to carry this forward? I'm not going to just stop abruptly when that's done. I'm going to carry that forward into my lifestyle. So it should definitely change your mindset for the better. And it should allow you to live in your authenticity um, and define what works for you. So a lot of times when people have trouble with a lifestyle, they get into this thing of thinking it's temporary. That's the first thing, but then also going through it and not making it work for them. So they may, a lot of times people with the ketogenic lifestyle will say, well, I don't like avocados, so I can't do keto. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that don't ever eat an avocado. Um, Same thing about red meat, you know, I I don't know, it's controversial, I don't want to eat a lot of red meat, or it doesn't make me feel good. There's a lot of people that don't eat any red meat and still thrive on a ketogenic lifestyle. There's people that, you know, eat vegan, and that everything they eat isn't necessarily a veggie, but they do okay, you know. (laughs) So when you start to get into these really strict rules and guidelines and you're 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 trying to fit a mold instead of having that mold fit you breaking the mold even better then um you start to live in your authenticity and a lot of times we don't think about that when it comes to our lifestyle we think we should our lifestyle should look like the next person's because they did it and they lost this much weight and they got rid of this condition and they're able to run, walk, cycle, whatever, whatever it is, you know, we have to start thinking about it for ourselves. And especially for those of us that are parents and especially single parents, we have a unique lifestyle. Even if you have, whether you're like the sole parent and for whatever reason, or you have a fully involved co-parent, there are just things you have to do a little differently with your lifestyle. For me, that came in the form of having to find other ways to work out because (laughs) having a small child in the house Pretty much every morning meant that I couldn't leave and go to the gym and work out. When people say that, I'm always like, oh, that must be so nice to be able to go do that because I loved going to cycling classes and stuff. But I couldn't do that. And instead of letting it hinder me and saying, well, I just can't work out because my son's here, I still got used to working out at home. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I don't have room for that. That's not possible for me. It really is. You just have to find a way that works for you. It may not be in that form. You may have to find a gym that has a daycare in it that you can drop your child off while you work out, or you might have to find someone to, uh, work, go with you to work out and you leave your kids, you know, with someone or whatever you have to do, or you could make your workout be doing something with your kids, you know, but just finding a way to make it work for you. It's so important because if you, if you're following a program that says you have to work out at the gym and we recommend you do this every morning and you have to do this twice a day, that's probably not going to work for you. If you're a single parent, because there's so many other things pulling at your time, you have to find how you can fit that in. And it may even be that you don't really like to work out. You don't really like to have an exercise regimen per se. You have to find a way to move that you enjoy. And so if that's the case, then don't go buying a million dollar, you know, most of them aren't that expensive anymore, but don't go buying, paying for a gym membership or some type of exercise uh, thing that you either can't go to because of time and restrictions that way, or that you don't want to do. Do what works for you. And so another thing that your lifestyle should do is provide you with freedom and peace. So that comes from that same place. You know, if you feel at peace with the decision you've made, you feel... That, you know, the lifestyle you're living allows you to feel more like you can flow. You're developing natural rhythm. You're starting to incorporate some other things into your life. You're able to do some more things you enjoy. That's how you know that lifestyle works for you. I have myself adopted lifestyles in the past within my ketogenic lifestyle, different exercise routines, different styles of eating for a little while that just didn't work for me. That I said, oh, I'm going to try this for a while because I want to see if this helps me, but it didn't, it disrupted my peace. And it could have been that it was nothing wrong with the food or the activity I was doing. It was just the timing or how it it impeded in my regular rhythm where I would do it and I just couldn't keep up with it, you know, um, there was you know, a time where I did a challenge that involved two workouts a day. And I absolutely loved it because I love to work out, but I found that it was getting in the way of everything else. I wasn't getting stuff done in my business. I wasn't getting stuff done for my son. I was feeling like I was always behind because I was trying to do something that didn't fit me and took away from my peace and freedom. I felt tied to that thing. Like, okay, I have to do this. I, I committed to doing this. I have to do this. But it wasn't a, it wasn't, a freeing feeling. It was more of a restricted feeling. I felt like it was something I had to really give up a lot of freedom and peace to do. And when that happens, you've got to step back and say, okay, is this the lifestyle I want? And then lastly, your lifestyle should give you a sense of purpose. And when I wrote this, I was like, hmm, that's kind of a deep one, you know? Um, for me, my life, my sense of purpose came out of this lifestyle that I lead with my health and wellness. Now that may not be the same for you. It may come in a different form. But for me, what happened was I was going along and I was not healthy for me. I wasn't doing things that were serving my body. I was not doing things that were good for me at the time. And so I continued to try to do this and try to do that and move forward with this and do that. And I just Didn't find that sense of purpose. And I often thought that my career as a physician was my purpose. That was what I was meant to do. And I would do that until retirement and that would be it. But God showed me something different. It's like, no, you need to be doing something bigger than that. Like, yes, I'm giving you the tools to do that. And so that you have the knowledge and the know how to do certain things within what I'm asking you to do. But this is the training period. I'm giving you the foundation. This is your time to take off into another realm with what you've learned. And once I embraced that, I was like, wow. And for me, that came out of changing my lifestyle. So as a single mom, as a single mom of a small child, as a single mom that was kind of considered geriatric pregnancy <laughs> in my late thirties, that's what they call it, people, geriatric pregnancy. Um, that, um, I was, you know, just going to be even more late doing things you know being the 40 something with the the toddler or the small child but what i ended up finding was that i found such a freedom a peace uh, my authenticity a boost of energy improved health bringing all these things back a change in mindset from embracing this lifestyle and for me it's what worked for me it was what made my life so much easier simpler, I should say, because I always try to distinguish simple and easy, but it made my life so much simpler to just do things this way. And that's why I always say, this may not be the right lifestyle for you. I don't like to argue about diets because everybody is going to have a slightly different version of every diet there is. We like to define it so that we know like, okay, in this particular lifestyle, it kind of tells me what to eat and what not to eat. But what this lifestyle did for me was taught me how to be educated on what I was eating and not just being told, here's a food list, just eat these things. I knew why those foods were. So if somebody gives me a ketogenic food list. I can tell you why those foods are there and what they do in the body down to a cellular level for a lot of things. So that to me was a game changer and helped me to understand that my lifestyle was giving me this much larger sense of purpose that I couldn't have gotten had I not gone down this road. And, you know, maybe I had found paleo first, or if I had found, or, you know, did inter and fasting only and and continue eating the way I was, maybe I would have still had a transformation. I don't know. But the path that I took helped me to find that greater sense of purpose. And so these are a lot of things to think about when you're thinking about this lifestyle that you're going to embrace. Because when you come to 2022, you want to already be starting to do this. The reason I'm talking about this now is because this is the time of year when everybody gains their weight and they start letting things slide and they're celebrating and we're happy. And like I said on the last episode, we're starting to move into um, you know, a holiday season where we're less restricted than we have been for the last year and a half, two years. And so there's just going to be a lot of relaxation and freedom and peace in that, right? But we want to have that, but then also be able to know that we're making decisions that are good for our bodies over the long term, and not only our bodies, but our minds and our spirit. So thank you for listening and This has been The Single Well Podcast. For more information on what you just heard, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram at TheSingleWell, or you can email us at TheSingleWell at gmail.com.